and welcome to the Panel Scanners second part of the Spider-Man special where I guess tonight we're going to be talking specifically about the films. So this is going to be a little rocky, I think. Uh, and, and not just the film films, not just talking about Amazing Spider-Man and the Raimi films and uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but also I'm assuming we're going to hear a little bit about some of the cartoons that existed also during... Uh, the full run of the existence of Spider-Man on the big screen. So, with that said, I think we should just jump right into this with the least favorites. And again, as a friendly reminder, we do favorites because it's it's all it's all up to the person, right? Like, I might love something that you absolutely hate. I can stomach the Clone Saga. You might not be able to stomach the Clone Saga. Um, so. You know, bear with us. This is our own personal opinion. So these are our least favorite and our favorite adaptations of Spider-Man on a screen of some sort. So, Tim, why don't you kick us off? Uh, with pleasure. My and, and if we have any of the same, I think it might be good for us to bounce off of each other, just in case. Because I have a feeling we might be in the same range on this first thing. You can jump in at any point on any one of my answers i don't mind at all in fact i encourage it i hmm. enjoy it um my um my least favorite uh, screen adaptation is <coughs> spider-man 3 yep. and why isn't it everyone else's it, it is mine <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh that's a terrific question tim yes <laughs> it's not yours darren <laughs> Your least favorite screen ended? It is not. Okay. Oh, so it's just All you right. and me on this one. Right. Uh, I think you'll understand why I... Go ahead. So, so oh, we'll you're ahead. actually going to close this one off then, Darren. No, okay. you tell me why you hate it, and I will tell you why I hate it. The biggest reason I hate it more than anything is the fact that they changed Uncle Ben's killer. I hate, 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 hate that they, you know, it was originally, you know, it's like ruining, you know, that scene I love so much from the first yes. uh, movie where Uncle Ben, you know, dies and, and Peter goes after the killer. Which you spoke about in our part one, yeah. Right. Well, turns out it wasn't the killer, you know. It was actually, uh, spoilers, Sandman, uh. you know. I mean, come on. That, that, oh man, that bugged me so so much. Of course, emo Spider-Man mm -hmm. bugged me. Um, they finally put Gwen Stacy in, but she's just kind of there to create tension between MJ and Peter. That's yes. her only reason to be there. She's very wasted character. Um, I'm not a big fan of Venom, but Venom was really wasted. Topher Grace. Topher Grace. That '70s show, Venom. <laughs> right. Wasn't he actually Eddie Brock? Didn't yeah. they call him Eddie yeah. in it? Yeah, he was Eddie Brock in it. Everything wrong with that. Yeah, I go what do you what do you got on this? So I mean, okay, so when I was thinking screen adaptations, there's a couple things I was thinking about, and one was watchability. So I was torn between the amazing Spider Man, those two movies. Right. Or this. So I sat down and I really thought about it. And if you had asked me exactly what I dislike about the Amazing Spider-Man films, I can't really put my finger on it. They just 
they just didn't feel right. Like they're just not there. I wasn't a big fan of Andrew Garfield as as Peter Parker. I can help you with that. So okay, so 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 you'll jump in there. But so I was like, it's not my least favorite. Like I have issues with it. I I wouldn't put it up there as something I'd want to spend time on. But I've seen both those movies a couple times. Right. I have too. Amazing Spider-Man three. I've seen twice. Gotcha. I saw it in the theater, and I walked out feeling hurt. And then I watched it again when it came out on DVD. Sure. In the collection, because you got the first two with it. Okay, so my issue with it is, one, they changed Uncle Ben's killer. I agree. That's terrible. Why would you ever do that? And it takes away from what makes Sandman amazing in the comics. Uh, I don't know how familiar you are with the way that he is portrayed in the comics throughout the years. That basically the only reason he does what he does is because he literally can't do anything else and the world just kind of falls down around him whenever he tries. That kind of gets taken away when he's Uncle Ben's killer. Venom is terrible. Yeah. The use of that character. And again, Venom is not generally my favorite Spider-Man character by any stretch of the imagination. Right now he's one of my favorites. But as a whole, he's not. The, when Topher Grace was announced, I had the exact same response that I had with Heath Ledger's Joker, where I was like, oh no, I was wrong about one of them, <laughs> and it was not Topher Grace. He's not Eddie Brock. Eddie no. Brock is this photographer who's kind of like a muscle head. Yeah. Where was that? Where was this guy who's all big and tough? He's a little wuss in that movie. The story isn't great. Emo Peter Parker with the finger guns down the street. And for some reason, this always rubs me wrong. And again, I've seen it from beginning to end twice. I've caught it a few times, like, in the middle and whatnot. And this is the point that I always turn it off. Spider-Man swings to the top of a building... There is a American flag that cannot possibly exist in the real world with its size, <laughs> and they're like, America, and he runs past it. I don't know why that rose me so wrong. I don't hate America, but it just fell out of place. Like, unnecessary. I'm New York, and I'm America. I know it was the time of the and whatnot, and they were trying to be like, look, we care, but... That was a Superman moment, I, wasn't it? It just, it just didn't fit. The whole thing didn't fit. The story was just loose. It was a cluster of villains. They ran into that. There are too many villains. There are too many enemies in the pot. You can't really care about any of them. And it was just sloppy. And knowing the backstory, too, does not help. Knowing that Raimi wanted to make a different film, that Vulture was supposed to be the actual villain. And I just... it, it, It makes me really sad. Because for a while there, when people were like, Hey... What is a good superhero movie? You could say Spider-Man, and it wasn't. I wasn't able to say that anymore. It, it broke me. It didn't break me as bad as Batman and Robin, but it broke me. <laughs> it kind of cracked me up. Uh, yesterday, I was showing uh, my son uh, clips of the Spider-Man cartoons I grew up with, uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Ooh. And I go, check this out, how awful this is. Check this out. And I laughed because the clip was... Uh, of the Sandman, giant Sandman at a construction site, at a building that's going up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the end of Spider-Man 3. It was done first in Spider-Man and his amazing friends. I go, yeah, that sounds about right. But the funny thing is, 
whenever that thing's on TV, I find myself watching it because I can't. It's so bad that I'm in a way mesmerized by it. I I, I can't. There is away. there is a part of me that wants to sit down and and watch it again. Um, all the Raimi films, really. Right. It's been it's been a few years since I've watched any of them. He got such a raw deal. But three, it's been. Man, ten years since I since I saw it. Any of it? I mean, any of it, because I would turn off the T, like turn the channel. I don't have any like normal television anymore, so I never. I got gotcha. you. It. It's been on. Like honestly, I've seen parts of it this within the past month. Yeah, it's because they can't give it away. Right, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's and there's a few. The one thing I do like, I the sad part is I really liked the redeeming. Uh, the redemption between Harry and Peter, you know, when they were at odds. And I was just like, yeah, that's kind of, you know, they become friends and sacrifice himself at the end. And I was like, boy, I wish you could have made, you know, there was almost a story in here. Almost. You almost had something. <laughs> but, oh, man. That's and, not... and it wasn't really Raimi's fault from what I understand. No. I don't think he wanted Venom. In there, you know, he didn't want they, any of it was to sell stuff. There was, yeah, there was to sell stuff, and he was told he had to do, you know, put in venom. Yeah. And do you know, do you know what's funny about that, that sentence? And it, this is just kind of a a more recent thing. It has nothing to do with Spider Man, and I apologize. But that <laughs> sentence of there really there was a story in here. Uh, did you see Dark Phoenix? <laughs> no, I didn't. Was that bad? That's how. Why would I do that? That's how I. That's how I left the theater. I was like, it feels like they're they butchered it. Yes, <laughs> it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. So they butchered it. When it's among what the top five classic comic book storylines. Oh no, they ever. didn't follow that storyline. What? Yeah, I know, but it's yeah, no. called Dark Phoenix. I'm aware. I mean, I and go it, into that yeah. movie expecting that. Just so you know. But no, that was the sentence that I came out. I was like, it's like there were there were lots of build up moments, and they just all went. And that's, that's how I felt. I mean, it's the same. It's the same. And I mean, that's a sign of. People giving up, I guess, on the franchise, like yeah. it's over. Like, and that was it for Spider Man for a long time. X Men is now part of the MCU, so I, I don't know. Did Doom Patrol rip off? Yeah, they ripped off. Uh... <laughs> We're never gonna let them live this one down. Who's living it down? <laughs> yeah, Spider Man Three. My take on this: when they captured Mary Jane, I was like, oh, for God's sake, just let them have her. <laughs> Again, didn't she got captured once with the Green Goblin? Did he rem- did he know his relation her relationship to Spider Man at that point? I, I don't remember because that's three times she accidentally gets captured by villains. Spider Man happens to be fighting. She was also that, just a terrible. You you you, uh, you go ahead and talk oh, about all your other stuff. To me, that's like, wow, what rotten luck this chick has. <laughs> Excuse me for saying so, but that's the way it is. No, she was just not a good MJ. I, I'm with you. Like so bad. MJ is just supposed to be just. Drop dead, stunning, and they have party animal, party animal, and super charisma, Mm -hmm. and literally a supermodel. Right, you just like there was there's just supposed to be something about her where people just gravitate towards her. Yeah, and she rolled a natural twenty on that charisma, (laughs) D and D. But it just it's not there with yeah. with her, and I mean I felt that from the beginning, but the the scripts were so good that it was okay. Yeah, yeah. But three just. Mm-mm. All right. Well, now Darren's gonna tell us why Spider Man Three is not his <coughs> pick for at least favorite screen of that. Yeah. Um. 
God, I love my wife. I just got a text. Darius Garland is who goes to the Cavs at five. <laughs> um, right. She knows I'm down here. Uh, is that good? He needed another guard, and he's the best available. Okay. So now, I mean, you're going to be, let's say, what? the, I mean, this is, in a way, mirrors those old Cavs teams now, yeah. and to some degree. By the way, I meant to ask you, better draft for the Cavs. 1986, you walk out with Doherty, Harper, and Price, or 2003, you get LeBron. Oh, jeez. Tough one, right? That's a tough one. I mean, I... How the only reason I would say the only reason I would say LeBron is because we won a championship after he left and came back. I know, but I but though I'm thinking if we never drafted him in the first place, if we never got him with the number one pick, I don't know if he would ever have come here. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? That's I, the only if he if we didn't if we don't get that championship, it's easily you know the former. You oh know? sure, sure. I mean, but that's a first round. Oh, Price was a second rounder, though, I think. But I don't know. Anyway, Darius Garland, we're, we're recording this as the Cavaliers are drafting. Uh, and they got uh, Vanderbilt guard Darius Garland. So for those of you who, for some reason, come here for your NBA draft analysis. <laughs> In the middle of the There you go. <laughs> um, so anyway, and I think you're going to understand why I selected this. Um so anyway, like our Star Trek, Batman, Superman, and pair of Star Wars specials, I found just as many least favorite adaptations to choose there from are, as favorites. Mm-hmm. Now, I am in complete and total agreement with you, but I kind of figured that we were going to go with three. <laughs> right. And to some degree, I considered it the low-hanging fruit, and I wanted to at least have a little bit of something different. And here's the thing. I do sort of retain some affection for that movie, given that it was shot in Cleveland and it opened the door for a great deal of other productions, namely The Avengers. But I am going to go with the cancellation of Spectacular Spider-Man that made way for the ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, that ultimate Spider-Man is so um, bad. Now, I understand that there were legalities behind this, but I don't care. The fact that Spectacular Spider-Man was canceled is bad enough. The fact that it was canceled to make way for the Ultimate Spider-Man is unforgivable. The Ultimate Spider-Man was awful. It's awful. It was awful. I watched it's the first awful. season. It's bad. And it, it's unwatchable. And it's it's given the title The Ultimate Spider-Man, which would have led you to believe oh, it was a translation mm. of the comic, which it, which is to this day... That's got to go down as one of the greatest comic lines. Oh yeah, period. It's so good. Period. It's it's just it's so good. Um, and the fact that you canceled here, you had a Spider-Man show for two years that I'm guessing we'll talk about soon enough. Um, to me, that is the perfect translation. It was a very of Spider-Man. Good. It is the best, and you're going to learn nothing from it. You're, it's like, we're going to make another Batman show immediately following Batman the Animated Series, and we're going to do something different. Like You can't. And you learned no lessons from the spectacular Spider-Man. You made something obnoxious. It has but, that, like, I mean, Teen Titans Go, like, bing, 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 feel like to teen, it. So, like yeah, teen but, Titans go. but, you know, that was... You didn't have, like, 
a Teen Titans show before it. You did. Well, I mean, yes, but what I'm saying is, I, don't, I, that, that, I guess this is a poor analogy, where you're following... I, Teen Titans Go is funny, and The Ultimate Spider-Man was obnoxious. Yeah, but... It was trying to be Deadpool, I thought. like It's just, like, it, they try to make it so... He was so unlikable. He was, and I mean, so was Nova and all oh, the... Oh, like, it it, I, did, I didn't make it far enough. And it, It's funny, I remember watching the pilot episode, mm-hmm. and I actually enjoyed the pilot episode. I was <coughs> like, okay, not bad, I'll give this a shot. Then we got to episode two, and I'm like, oh... Okay, never mind. It went on for a while, too, oh, didn't it? a long time. Yeah. It, yeah. I think I have season one on, like, iTunes or something like that, because at the time, my son was really young and was really into, into it. it. So, you I mean, know, it was definitely meant for a much younger younger audience. Yeah. It didn't have that wide span that, that, like, Spectacular did. It was definitely meant specifically for younger kids, but it was also on, like, that Disney Now channel or Disney XD uh, or whatever. I think it was XD. There was that yeah. one that came out last year. Did anyone catch it? The one just called Spider-Man. It's yeah. still I going It's on. ongoing. I heard not great things about it. I watched the first two and it was... No. You know what it was? It was like watching a rerun already. Yeah. Which is, by the way, why I kind of felt like the amazing Spider-Man, the ones that followed Maguire. Yeah. That first one was like watching a rerun. And my wife put the fine point on. She goes, they basically just made Twilight Spider-Man. I'm like, yes, that's exactly what this is. It's Twilight. He even looked like the dude Edward Cullen, who's now Batman. Yeah, you mean Batman. Uh, yeah. yeah, Batman. But and then that's what it was. And he's crying. And, they, and one of the complaints I heard about Spider-Man 3 is why is Tobey Maguire crying through the whole thing? So then you go to the next one. That dude's just morose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, it's time to move on to better things. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I I actually forgot about the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, for good reason. All right. So with that, let's talk about our favorite screen adaptations. You 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 want to start? This uh, one absolutely. Let's, let's see I what you most got. <laughs> Coming in at number three for me is the Spider-Man '66 series. It's so great. I love that thing. It's the goofiest thing, and it's so good. It's it, and the beauty of this is it still lives on in memes, and which are just. Fan- I love the Spider-Man pointing the Spider-Man meme. Uh-huh. It's, it's one of my top three memes. Which is even referenced in the Spider Verse. Yes, in the Spider Verse movie, oh, which is God. fantastic. But the funny thing is, it's funny. I've seen episodes of it for the time it was made in that. It's not that bad. It kind of there it's are probably better than the Ultimate Spider-Man. It is better than the Ultimate Spider-Man. There's actually episodes where they do the origin and things like that. They take it deadly serious. And I was really um, there are some there are some really good episodes in there that it's of course how yes, many are there? There's a lot. I don't I don't know for sure, but um, there's quite a bit. But so it came out in 1966. Yeah. Man, so. what a great year for television! Mm-hmm. Batman, Star Trek, <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah, it's uh, all right. It, it was a joy. Um, my number two is I going with Spider Man Homecoming. Um, all right, I I loved that movie, and it it they finally to me got the right actor God, Tom Holland playing Spider Man. Um, they. It's weird to me because it's so different if you think about it than 
traditional Spider-Man. You know, he's got this gadgety suit, and um, he's talking to the suit like Iron Man, and you know, but it works really well. They they got fine. They finally got like the wise cracking down when he's yeah. He uh, feels fighting. like Peter Parker. He, right? he feels so much like Peter Parker, and, and like they like he's nerdy enough, and they don't like lean like lean into it like they did with Toby. Yeah. It, um, and he actually looks the age. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, that thing's uh, great. I can't wait for um, Far From Home. We have a couple weeks. Yeah, it, the initial reactions are great right now. They're said it's just great. A lot of humor again, and you know. And plus, Mysterio is such yeah. a great pull. <laughs> yeah, I, who would have thought that we'd be getting a movie with? We got a Vulture yeah. movie. It's it's cool we're getting Mysterio. All right, so th- that's it. Uh, Darren, tell my number one. <laughs> All right, as long as uh, you, you and I may as well jump in on this together then. Uh, yeah. Your number one is the same as my number one, which is the Spectacular Spider-Man. Do you want to do your honorable, honorable mentions first then? If yeah, let me go ahead and case. do that. Um, my, you actually kind of... Uh, is your if your number one is your number one spectacular now? No, okay, that I didn't think it was. Well, but, he's looking at us like he's disappointed yeah. in us, man. No, 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 no. Yeah, that was kind of like I'll tell you what. Spectacular is in. It's in my. Run, I have four. I have three right. runners up, but it's in my runners up. All right. So anyway, um, this is something that you actually kind of uh, talked down upon for a minute there, Tim. Um, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Uh, the Saturday morning cartoonified Spidey. Oh, I love it. I Don't get me wrong. I love that thing. I, I'm not going to sit here and talk about a technical um, you know, aspects of the show. It was Saturday morning. I was eating cereal watching Spider-Man. Sure. I didn't need a whole lot after that. You know, I, I, I hear all these complaints about Tommy McGuire and Spider-Man. The 2001, huh. right? Two. 2002? I th- I love that movie. That movie is great. It's a fantastic... He's a great Spider-Man. No, I'm not, and I'm not going to say that... I'm not going to you know juxtapose him up against Tom Holland and say he's better or worse. I definitely liked him over the second guy. The only thing I really um, don't like about that movie is the Green Goblin's costume. Other Green than Ranger? That, yeah, the Power Green Power Ranger. Yeah, Especially when you saw the designs from Alex Ross yeah. and you went... Your floor, like that was what we could have had yeah, for but, Green Goblin. Yeah. Oh my, have you ever seen him? Yeah, Alex Ross's designs for yeah, Green Goblin, they're amazing. Alex Ross is the boss. I actually, I actually saw those, and I went to Spider Man for Halloween, like that, the year before it came out, and uh, I made the Alex Ross Spider Man because I didn't think I could have the patience to sit there and draw all the webs. I'm like, well, here's an easy way around it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, it's just a fantastic movie. Um, I don't know if it gets credit gets enough credit for what it meant to those who like superhero movies. Yeah, the genre. Um, Definitely, especially then. Um, I think X-Men came out the year before. Yes. And then Spider-Man comes out, and it's so funny when you think about it. Sony had their universe sitting there right there. Oh, my gosh. They were all set and ready to go. Oh, that's too bad. It really isn't. And, of course, let's go ahead, Tim. Spectacular Spider-Man. Now, I'll tell you this. I remember Saturday morning that show coming on. I was waking up, turned it on, and uh, I s- and I have to say I do. After watching it again, the first few minutes of that show are clearly not indicative of what that show was. Agreed, totally. So agreed. I I gave it. You know, of course I'm what late twenties, early thirties uh-huh. by this point. And I'm like, okay, I got no time for this. 
And then I think it was not that long after you told me how wrong I was, and it wasn't until years later I finally sat down to watch it, and I'm like, oh, man, this is, to me, outside of the 1970s television show live action on CBS, the best <laughs> translation. With apologies to one Mr. Nicholas Hammond, who never gets credited with being the first man to sit on screen. Oh by wait the way, a minute, wait a minute. What about the did the, the dude electric from the company, yeah, company okay. did, did that guy come Do first? we know that wasn't him? Point well taken. Okay. By the way, go look up on YouTube the moment where Nicholas Hammond, the actor who played him in the seventies show, puts on the Spider Man suit for the first time, looks at himself in the mirror, and then goes crawling around on the house. Whoo! Man, it's just you know, all at once you're gonna look at this going. This is all at the same time the worst and greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Please, the look on his face is it's as if it's it's as if all all facets of sanity leave him the moment he sees himself in this mirror. It's like he snaps, and then he goes crawling around in the house. It's rotoscoped. It's, Holy cow! I know exactly what you're talking about. It's and the amazing. music. Horribly Which amazing. will be played at the end of our third oh, boy. part. Thank goodness. But anyway, Spectacular Spider-Man is all things that isn't. It is so good. It is... It's funny. I remember like watching that... Sitting through the opening credits with the, the Tinderbox song. Living on the edge, fighting crime. And I'm like, this is so dumb. What an annoying song. And then you watch three episodes when you finally get into it, and you can't help but sing that song. And I put it on a playlist. I liked it so that much. That song is great. I know, and it's... It's, a, it's the second best Spider-Man uh, scene ever. It does not have great lyrics like, is he strong? Listen, bud, <laughs> he's got radioactive blood. True. Um, Which is the best Spider-Man It is song. the John Romita Spider-Man. I love to, like, in... The uh, in the series, uh, what is it? The um, gosh, who's the gang in there with the uh, the lasso guy? Um, oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't think. Oh of my god! I, I, mm. Oh, who are those guys? No, that's going to drive me crazy. Because with isn't Ox one of them? Yeah, Ox. He's in the elevator, and he starts singing the theme while they're going up in the elevator. And he goes, hmm, 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 hmm. He goes, and he goes, what? It's catchy. <laughs> you know, so the, I love that they even referenced uh, it, themselves in that. I actually, my, my father-in-law is a massive Spider-Man fan, and he grew up buying, going down to the corner store and buying the John Romita Spider-Man comics. And I gave it to him, and he's like, I, I like these. The movies are okay. I finally convinced him to watch the show because I have it on DVD. I gave yeah, you my copy. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. I gave that. it to him <laughs> after I gave it to you. And uh, he goes, wow, this is exact. This is the John Romita Spider-Man. This is John Romita's. I think I said Junior. This is John Romita's Spider-Man. This is exactly what I wanted. It is so good. I, I, I Just some highlights like... When he's fighting the Green Goblin and he, he kind of like, okay, I've taken down guys before. And then there's a moment where he, he, the Green Goblin does something. He does like a flip over a building and Spider-Man's just watching. And he just goes, wow, just wow. Like he's he, right. he stops to look at the Green Goblin like, that's impressive, dude. Well done. Uh, it's, it is criminal that it was canceled for whatever legalities. It was th- this... The cancellation of this, sh- first of all, this show to me is 
hands down, not even close, the best for me, for me, screen adaptation of Spider-Man. Uh, to me, this on there that thing was made with so much love, and it was honored. It, it honored everything that came before it. It honored the comics. It even honored the you know the the '60s cartoon. Mm-hmm. It honored um, the Tobey Maguire movies. It it had Easter eggs for all that. It even had um, there are at least four instances where they actually replicated in the scenes actual Amazing Spider-Man covers. Oh yeah. Um, oh I know I, I you start picking those out and you can't help but grin. I mean to me. This, in terms of any superhero translation, I think for me, this comes in only behind Superman the movie and Batman the animated series. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it could be. And, and honestly, I, it might be better than Batman the animated series from the standpoint, this thing, it's a series. It's not standalone episodes. True, true. That's true. This thing, first of all, it puts them in high school. Yeah, which is where honestly, this is where I love my Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man in high school. Yeah, it just I, and the the whole cast is there and best interpretation of Mary Jane. Oh, for sure, she is. To prove your point for you, name for me a bad Batman the animated series episode. Name a bad one. Batman the Animated Series. Name a bad one. Um, I got Batman in my basement. Okay, name a bad spectacular Spider-Man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but you have to remember, Batman Animated Series did run longer, though. Ran longer. was kind of, let's be honest, the, the spectacular Spider-Man probably exists on the foundation that Batman the Animated Series built. Sure. Mm-hmm. And um, Batman was... You had people writing episodes all over the place at the same time. Yeah. They were frantically trying to get things out. 65 where, episodes. Where this wasn't that. This had a plan. They had a showrunner. And yeah. we, we are mm-hmm. accomplishing this story arc mm. the entire season. And to me, I, I'm not a big Venom fan. but That's the best he's ever been to me. I love him. Because you got to know Eddie Brock. Yeah. You got to know. and he was That's like, why I like the current Venom run. Because it's a lot about Eddie. I gotcha. And you like Eddie Brock in yeah. this. And to see the fall in this series is kind of tragic. Yeah, because when most other versions of Eddie Brock, he's sort of this monosyllabic thug with no depth at all. So then when Venom shows up, you're just like, just beat him. And then when he, But in this particular case, he's a tragic figure. You can kind of mm-hmm. understand it. Yeah. By the way, Ox, Fancy Dan, and Eel. Thank you. The Enforcers. Yes, thank you. There you go. Oh, I saw your, it was driving I saw me your crazy. Eyes uh, the other thing, like this series starts with him going into his junior year of high school. Yes. And he thinks he's been Spider-Man over the summer. He just turned Spider-Man over the summer. Right. And he goes in thinking everything's going to be different now. Oh, I'm Spider-Man. I Everything is different. Everything has changed. And he gets to high school, and it is still Peter Parker problems. That Nothing has changed. He, you know, is still getting uh, knocked around and, <coughs> you know, uh, rejected by the girls. And, you know, he, again, they have the things in the episode, you know, he's got to 
he has the curfew. He he, he has the normal problems. Mm-hmm. The, it encapsulates everything. Um, I know I I could talk about this forever, but I won't. But I the, want to mention one more thing before. Do, do you, is there one moment that stands out above all the other ones? Because my I have one, and it's so funny, and it makes me laugh every time. I, and it's a throwaway moment, it, but it's so indicative of what the series is, and it made me laugh out loud. There's a couple throwaway moments I, lo- I love when he's the Green Goblin crashes a party. He crashes through a window and everything like that, and Spider-Man finally shows up, and he's hanging outside the window, and he, he's like, uh, hey, do I have to break my own window, or can I just come in through this <laughs> one? You know, and, and I was just like, oh, that's so good, so funny. The, the delivery of those lines were so brilliant by him and um the other one is uh i think he's fighting rhino oh i know what you're gonna say this it, is mine go ahead you do it please is this where please. he gets the traffic cone on his yes horn? do it <laughs> or what is it? he gets the he hits the traffic cone on his horn and spider-man says hey look i got the thing on the thing what do i win and Rhino, what does rhino say you <laughs> me i win, I win me, me? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes, <laughs> that makes no sense. It, it was this, the dialogue was perfect Spider-Man dialogue. And I, I, I loved it to death. I loved the development of the characters. They took their time with the relationships and the characters, and you cared about them all. Um, other things, I just real quick, I, um, I loved with, uh, there was a season, Rhino demolishes the Daily Bugle. Like, he's looking, you know, for Spider-Man. And, like, um, a couple episodes later, Peter goes up there. It's still demolished. <coughs> I'm just like, that's great. Yeah. They didn't, like, hey, next episode, everything is mm-hmm. perfect and great. They they remember that. They actually used real New York locations yeah. on this thing. I, I didn't realize this until I actually went to New York. Uh, they used Rockefeller Plaza. I'm, like, watching it. I'm like, that's Rockefeller Plaza. They had a fight at the. They were at the Met. I'm like, that's the Met. They were even at. They had a big fight scene at the uh, Hayden Planetarium. I'm like, oh my gosh. I th- I thought they made it up for the cartoon. I'm like, this is a real New York locale. And I'm sure the one where they were at the opera. I'm sure that's probably the you know real a real opera house. Um, there. I like I said. Um, let's see. Uh, what about something I missed? One other. Th- Thing. Oh, um, the only other thing I want to say, Josh Keaton, who voiced Spider-Man, so great. I don't know if you saw this online or not. You know all the Spider-Man memes uh, they have mm-hmm. with the 60s Spider-Man. I, I, remind me when we're done here. I got to show you. He, uh, on his YouTube channel, does a whole string of the memes uh, with the spectacular Spider-Man theme going on in the background. And he reads them all in Spider-Man's voice. And they are incredible. Incredible. Yeah, this series was the worst... Like, this series being canceled was the worst thing about Marvel uh, being bought by Disney. Because this was the (coughs) casualty of it. And from what I heard, um, Disney wanted to keep it going. But it was like Sony... um, said yeah there again there's some sort of legal issues but i think sony was like Mm-mm, you like you couldn't have it because well that was because it was before the whole agreement to share the property yeah i don't know now that they have that who knows maybe some way someday everything comes back somehow maybe maybe this will get around young, I, I, young justice came back that's yeah that's the only thing that gives me Disney a little glimmer, of, glimmer of hope come on now yeah because people 
No, it was around the same time. Those and two were at the same time and got yeah. canceled right around the mm, same time, too. Mm, 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 mm. You know, Tim, I just think I'll just close the segment, if you don't mind, by saying what you said about I the first I haven't gone one. yet. I know. How <laughs> far part of it, Phil? You Relax. said close the segment, sir. The, the, um, the just segment by saying about the that, most awesome thing. Yeah, say, just by saying that uh, I, if this isn't your number one, I don't know why it is, and you're probably wrong. Anyway, Phil. <laughs> huh. Hmm. Again, favorite, not it's all opinion based. Anyway, yeah, um, jumped on me like that was made I out did. Of so uh, I actually had uh, three runners up. Uh, the first being the Raimi films because I figured someone would talk about them, and I had the same thing where I felt they made a, a kind of a big move for comic book movies at the time. And the oh, first yeah. two are so good, and they, they are just they're, toss they're the third so one. so like, good. Yeah, whatever. Um, my second runner-up was Spectacular Spider-Man, and the reason that it was because I had a feeling that there'd be two human beings that would talk extensively about it. Also, my whole passion for it is is much more limited. I've seen this show once. It was lent to me by Darren, and um, I watched it relatively quickly. Like, I went through it, I think, in, like, two weeks. It took some convincing, too. It did, just because I did try to watch it originally when, um, I want to say I was in college? When did that thing come out? It was right around the time you and I first met. Yeah, so I was in college, and I remember watching, like, an episode or two, and I was, I was like, no, yeah. I'm with no, you. no, no way, I get absolutely it. not. I am telling you, and you should, I, because I, I got that feeling when you brought it back. That you're like, yeah, it was okay and everything. I need to rewatch it. You I do need to rewatch it. But I, I guarantee a second viewing, you will. Um, and again, I did truly enjoy it when I watched it, but again, my first interaction with it <coughs> wasn't good. Right. Um, this is what's going to happen if I eventually watch Ed Game. What are you doing? Yeah, it was pretty good. It's not going to be enough. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. What do you mean? It was yeah. really pretty good. I said I liked it. All right. So my last runner-up, um, and this one, this one surprised me, was a uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that's wow. yeah. I really? get it. I, I get it. it. It's it's incredible. I think it's because it does Miles Morales right. And I knew we'd be talking very heavily Peter Parker. Sure. And at this point, that's not it anymore. It's not. Right. And and ask me five years ago, I would slap you. But it's, it's not. The use of Spider-Gwen was solid. The Miles Morales was perfect. And I liked out-of-shape Peter Parker from yeah. it. That movie was funny, it was heartfelt, it was enjoyable, and it felt like Spider-Man without having Peter Parker as the main it's character. It's true. I, it's the movie that I, I was wondering why. It was the movie that I was like, I, I don't need this. Yep. And I saw it, and... I can't imagine my life without it now. I honestly was not going to go see it in theaters. And then I saw the the scene where he finds Peter and he gets dragged <laughs> behind the um the the the, the tram. Real, um yeah. and it was after Deadpool too. They they had yeah, it as like right. the the credit scene because I think a lot of people had that same feeling of I'm probably not gonna go see this. And I and I wouldn't have watched trailers otherwise and I saw that and I was just like Oh my god, they get it. They get the comedy and the seriousness of it. It was so good and that thing surprised me. It it justifiably won best animated feature. I was just won the ask Oscar. That. Didn't it win it? Yeah. For a good reason. And the fact that there is 
there is a sequel being made makes yeah. me so unbelievably happy. Now, when our podcast was in its infancy, the Miles Morales thing was either just getting, just started, getting started. And yeah. do you remember us joking about how, oh, remember they tried to do that with Batman? How'd that work out? And to me, to sit here all these years later and that people justifiably think that Miles Morales is as much Spider-Man, and the fact that you're saying it yeah. is as much Spider-Man as Peter Parker to me, because you and I are generally conditioned to sort of, if you are going to make new Star Wars movies, fine, but now you are changing the fundamentals of what Star Wars is, and we are going to reject it. You know me, mm. I am so hard on the fact Bruce Wayne is Batman, Same. Clark Kent is Superman, yep. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. I am so in that vein. Like, you want a new superhero? Great. Make a new superhero. Make a new superhero. Yeah. That is my view on these things. Don't put someone else in the costume or whatever. I'll check but it out, too. But, man, boy, oh, boy, I'm so glad that they did because Miles you, Morales you won't be disappointed. So, Miles Morales is so good that he survived the Ultimate Universe ending. That's true. It's true. Wow. He's he's what came out of it. He, he, that strong of a character. And that Sorry. movie, you didn't see it, did you, Darren? No. Of course not. It's going to be on Netflix this month. By the way, I saw it. Is it really? Yes. This month. This month. Within the next like. Oh, uh, good. I'll watch it. Seriously, Lily wants to see it. It, Darren. It's it's so good. It's I, so good. I'm almost positive. I've got her convinced to go as Spider Gwen for Halloween. Nice. So CJ can go as Spider Man. And Maria can go as Black Cat. This will be awesome. And you know who I get to go as? Scarlet Spider. Oh, man. Everybody has that hoodie. And I will have it, too. I can't wait. All right. So, to end it, which, seriously, Into Spider-Verse almost, almost was my favorite. Just because of, it it felt like a comic book coming to life. And it was so good. You're not wrong. But. We're not done yet. My favorite i i know it right is tom holland yeah not just homecoming homecoming was fantastic and i i loved it and it felt like peter parker for the first time but i'm talking about his appearance in civil war yeah because i remember going into that movie and i knew spider-man was going to be in it and i was like this is the moment that they mess it up. This is the moment that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to screw it up for me. It's when they bring my favorite character in. And he cracked a joke. He made jokes during the fighting. He was not the best fighter yet because he was still kind of new to the big fights. The way he was kind of shell-shocked by the big superheroes around him. Hearing him talk and just go through all the things with Tony Stark and being overthrown. And then going into Homecoming and watching his recording of all the stuff <laughs> leading up to the airport fight. Yeah. It just cemented him. He is such the perfect, perfect person to play Peter Parker. And I, I just, I'm, I'm floored. I'm so unbelievably excited for Far From Home. Because he has not let me down. When you ask people about Endgame, and they were like, what was one of the hardest parts to watch in that movie? It's when he he was one of the snapped away. When he does the whole... Yeah. Mr. Stark, what's wrong? That yeah. just ended it. Just everybody's just like, oh my god. And that says something about him. Such a 
point. Oh, man. You know, it's funny that you said, I didn't realize that, and you made such a great point about when he enters in Civil War, I didn't think of this because they did it so right, uh-huh. but so much hinged on that for them to get that right. I really think things really could have crumbled if they didn't get that right. And I meant Infinity War when he went by whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, they could have they could have messed that up immensely. And it could have been bad, but it was so perfect. It fit, right? It was like right. the perfect transition. They see videos of this kid in New York that is just doing street level street level superheroing, which is right. what Peter Parker did in the beginning. <clears throat> and Tony Stark snatches <sighs> him up, which is why I think the costume worked well with him and him oh, like, yeah. dealing with it. And like, made a lot of sense. It all made so much sense. And I just, that iteration, I think because I came into it so apprehensive, and it's the same with Into the Spider-Verse, going in with the apprehension of, they're going to mess it up. Oh, man, they're going to mess it up. Please don't mess it up. And you, then just getting my socks knocked do off. Do you remember us talking about uh, within, because that came out in April which is only a few weeks after Batman vs. Superman came mm-hmm. out. And we were talking about the two characters that came in were Wonder Woman and Spider-Man. So which one of them had the better debut? And now all these years later, you're like, well, Wonder Woman barely kept this thing alive, where Spider-Man sort of arrived and cemented, which I think we have to say, and have we may have mentioned Homecoming? this. Yeah, I saw Homecoming. Okay. That was the last one I saw. Um, I think we now, a couple of movies later, we're saying that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has got to be the greatest movie franchise of all time, right? I, mean, I, it, I, I, think, I think that's so. pretty much yeah. it now. It's surpassed Star Wars. Yeah. Um, it's uh, in, and I think that if you, I think you're right. You look at that moment where he debuts, and it's so funny when you think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe it was meeting with incredible success already, mm-hmm. without having being able to use Spider Man. Their flag. That's their the flagship, flagship character. character. Yeah. Yeah, they I mean that's that that's the masthead. That's he's on the line he's the little guy in the bottom I of know. all the comics. <laughs> and then you you finally bring him in and you're like, Oh yeah. I mean, you've done such a good job, like, okay, we finally got our hands. The only, the only thing I could the only I could think of it's like you know, you're on a basketball team and you're somehow in first place and oh yeah, by the way, our best player's been on the bench for the last six months and he's <laughs> he's ready to come in now and okay, and then it's just like well, there it is. It's over. And it, it is. It's it's so it's so nice. And and that's what's been great about all these like character additions too that they've done in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's nothing really feels wrong. And I love it. And Peter Parker was definitely great. And man, like I said, it's only a couple weeks until Far From Home. I might uh, I might break my rule and see it like opening night. Because I usually don't do that. You don't do opening nights? I don't. I don't. Why is that? I, I, too many people. I'm not big on like the theaters being overcrowded. I usually go, especially when stuff comes out in the summer and I'm on summer break, I usually go in the middle of the week, it's ri- like the early show. It's risky because you have... It's risky in the sense that you have that chance of being surrounded by disruptive people, mm-hmm. which can really ruin your experience, which happened to me in Shazam. But you also... If you get the right, if you're in the right spot in the right crowd, the crowd reaction is just it just feeds yeah. Yeah. feeds into everything. That's true. That happened to me. I don't know if you remember like the Dark Knight when you were we were talking and like I don't think I liked it. I think the movie stunk and it had nothing to do with the movie because I had such a bad crowd. Yeah. Um, and then I went, then I went and saw it with you and I went, oh my god, this thing is amazing. Right. 
So, I mean, it can totally, I get where you're coming yeah. from there. Um, do what right. you need to do. That's, uh, yeah, I can't yeah. argue with that. He is just, he's, they nailed it with him. They really did. Yeah. He's fantastic. Nicholas Hammond's who we're talking about. Yes, right? we sure. are. Sure, why not? All right. So, I hope that's his name, by the way. Yeah, that's wrong. I, 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 I looked it up earlier today, and I'm pretty sure I had did that right. Did his own stunts. Um, I'll yeah. bet he, he did. bet he did. All right. So, uh, <laughs> man, we still have one more part of this that's going to come a little bit later this month, uh, where we're it's going to... probably going to bleed into July, close to the opening of the movie. Yeah, most likely. Maybe um, a little bit after, so... Where we're going to talk about our favorite supporting character slash villain, and... I'm going to do a retro review of Spider-Man Blue, where I'm sure you two can actually give you two cents also. Yeah, I think we've all read it. I um, read it again. Yeah, so it seems like we'll have a little bit to talk about. So until then, enjoy your comics. <laughs>